character sheets and swords and sorcery and we made a show cause being friends is neat epic quests and treasure chests and all that because we have to admit Role players are wonderful. Role players are wonderful. Hello and welcome to Podcast for Wonderful, episode 163. This is a different kind of episode. Uh, I, I've always thought, I, I get a lot of suggestions from people asking us, we should uh, talk about these Dungeons and Dragons real play or role playing games uh, where they actually play the game. Uh, I get lots of suggestions about that, but I thought, what if I collected all those different games and we actually played a Dungeons and Dragons game or something like it? Uh, so that's what we're going to do. We've got, uh, rather than doing characters or whatever this week, not that there's ever characters, Alex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to make you mad and, and claim that we ever have anybody pretending to be anyone they're not. Uh, we've got actual people here. We've got me, myself, I'm Greggy, as always. We've got Little Alex, my sunny boy, my sweet fruit of my loins. Uh, Alex, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Uh, we've got Bruce Reed Robinson, who is going to be our dungeon master for the next several episodes. Bruce, thank you for doing this for us. No problem. Hello, people. <laughs> we've got uh, the great Joe McGurl. He's going to be here as well. Hello, people. Podcast God here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we've got alex may as well alex thank you for being on the show with us thanks uh hello people <laughs> and uh we, we'll go through the characters and stuff but uh i guess i'm not in charge um we are going to be talking about this podcast i don't know how we're going to work this into the actual episode but uh i will try to make it work but bruce is the one that's actually in charge so i guess i'm going to uh, cede the time to bruce now all right, so <clears throat> welcome to Nightfall in the West. This is our Pathfinder campaign where we will uh, go on an adventure and see how long you can survive without dying in this insane world I created for you. <laughs> so fun. we open on a medium-sized town or a small city, however you like, uh, on the outskirts of a very populated region in a fantasy world. Doesn't matter what it's called. Okay. What we see now is a crowd gathered in front of a burning tavern. You can see the sign that's partially scorched in flames and burning and it falls to the ground, but what you see is the name of this tavern is called the Iron Dong. And uh, it's an especially dark night. It's moonless. So apart from the flames, the only other thing you really notice is that there is a light drizzle, and besides the kind of murmuring and talking outside of the tavern where a throng of people have gathered, the town is pretty quiet. Uh, because there are a bunch of people there, there are some people that are trying to help put out the fire. In this throng of people, besides the people helping, we see more and more people coming out from adjacent taverns or uh, brothels or shops people are closing down for the night and people are coming out to see this this spectacle um amongst these this growing crowd of people we see are four heroes so why don't you guys introduce your characters and then we will uh figure out what's going on with this um this mysterious scene 
Yeah, I, I guess I'll go first, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, my character is the great Mero Mar- Marcone. Um, I'm not known to this realm, but uh, Mero Marcone was known throughout the land of Kitranch uh, for his satirical takes on a mad, evil king who plagued the land. Uh, he traveled from village to village, bringing people the news with his own slanted, comical take. Uh, the people were inspired by his message, and so... A great hero rose up, and with the help of the common folk, he deposed the evil king, married the beautiful and innocent princess, and became the new benevolent king, bringing peace to the land. Uh, This was terrible news for me, because I don't want to just sit around cracking jokes about how nice it is to be, you know, a normal guy, a peasant, doing an honest day's work. Um, So I struck out beyond the borders of the kingdom, looking for dark times and easy targets. Um, Mero Marcone, my character, is a middle-aged man with salt and pepper hair. He's got a neatly combed mustache and goatee. I wear uh, high-quality, sturdy clothing uh, that looks a little too nice and underused for the average adventurer. And pow, I just shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, how about you, little Alex? You're up next. Uh, me. Uh, I'm... Am I half-orc? What's that? Remember if it was yeah. half, yeah, yes, half or half. Oh yeah, I'm a was, human by the way. I forgot yeah, to mention that. That was raised on a zoo, but it was burned down by criminals, the most ruthless of criminals, killing endangered species. And the only animal that survived was a squid that I now have a in a jar in my uh, coat pocket. Oh, this squid is alive. Yes, this is I didn't the only. <laughs> yes, I just have a dead squid in my <laughs> well, pocket. Who knows? You don't usually see, you know, aquatic animals in jars in your pocket, but I guess... You got a pocket? Yes, I have a pocket in my... in uh, the basic... What is it Adventures called? outfit yeah. that you're wearing? Oh, okay. I picture doing, like, a loincloth. And what is your name? That's what I was thinking of. Barbara. Barbara. But... And you're a big half-orc. You're, yeah. like, a big giant guy. And you're a you're a male as well, yes. is that correct? I should have, like, thought of a story at all. No, that's okay. <laughs> You've got a pretty good story. I mean... You didn't write it down like I did. Okay, <laughs> folks, I admit I did not improvise that entire character backstory, but but it's not based on anything. Like, it's oh just, no, no, of course not. It's just your guy. <laughs> I, I'm uh, my guy's named Pommel. She's uh, she's a gnome. She's short. I'm friends with uh, Barbara. We've been traveling together, fucking shit up. She rides on her shoulders. Yeah, I ride on her shoulders sometimes because I'm real small. Uh, from a gnome village where we made shoes, but I got bored of that shit, and uh, I learned magic, and uh, I'm gonna travel around, and I love eating, so if you hear me eating stuff on the mic, that's <laughs> in character. <laughs> oh, and uh, the only reason why I'm out is because I'm trying to find the people who burned down my zoo. Oh, okay. That's good. And I'm just, uh, I'm just bored. You know, I'm just <laughs> looking, for, looking for stuff to do. He seems like a cool guy. Okay, Joe, how about you? I will be playing Keth. Uh, Keth is an Eladrin, which is a, a he's a, an elf that is native to the Feywild. Uh, Keth lived much of his life surrounded by untamed beauty and wildly unpredictable magic. With a boundless curiosity, Keth spent most of his days wandering through the lands of the Fey, trying to discover and learn what all those strange lands had to offer. When one day Keth found a section of the Feywild that had bled, into the prime material plane, and as Cap investigated the strange anomaly, he noticed what appeared to be some type of archfey performing an arcane spell, and he quickly found himself very drowsy 
and began to fall asleep. When he awoke, the Feywild was gone and Keth was left stranded in the Prime Material Plane, alone and alien in this new world. Keth wandered towards what he found familiar in the forest and mountains of this new world. Also, he's blind. Oh, boy. Well, that's a classic fish out of water type of... Yeah, I feel like you're not really, is. You're not really taking this seriously. Like, <laughs> we all took a lot of... We put a lot of effort into coming up with what our guys are. I love... Well, I just love to make jokes. Yeah, you're yeah. Just, just, Shoe just kinda like, And uh, he's 236 years old. But he looks like a... Like but a he looks girl. he looks fresh. Like, he <laughs> looks so young. He has, like, glimmering silver skin with platinum hair and black eyes. And he's beautiful. Well, his, his eyes are black because he doesn't have any because he's blind. Oh. Um, does, does Keth fuck? <laughs> yeah, Keth, Keth pulls, man. Like, Sweet. men, women, anything. He takes it in and he fucks hard. Oh, he takes it in. Yeah, yeah he man. takes it in. Well, up the butt. <laughs> oh, that's cool. He takes it in, puts it out. Should we All mention right. our uh, like our basic spells to so the people listening can give us a hard time for forgetting we have them? No, no. Okay. This is a surprise for them, and I will say ahead of time, if any of the listeners do have much more experience uh, playing Dungeons & Dragons or Pathfinder or whatever um, role-playing game of your choice, just don't don't at me or Greggy. <laughs> we're running a modified system to make it fun and easy for a podcast, so you can how at we're me. doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at large, buddy. Yeah. Just, yeah. No, it's Saga Quest, I think. Yeah, that's right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Bruce and Joe are the only ones that ever played a game like this. So the rest of us are, uh, I mean, we're like Keth's character. We're running blind here. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's really, um, you that's shouldn't make fun of my disability. <laughs> Very ableist. Yeah. I apologize. Well, you can still see stuff, right? You're like Neo. When he, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like Daredevil. I have like radar, yeah. uh, sonic hearing, so I can see shit, but I just yeah. don't have eyes. That's tight. It's kind yeah. of like Book of Eli. But with an elf, yeah, and better. Yeah. <laughs> what is All the right. Well, fuck this tavern's on fire, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So before we get back to the tavern, let's uh, let's do a basic awareness thing. Let's first roll the game, guys. Roll a fucking perception check, and let's see what's popping off in this town. Where is that? Uh oh, I got a six. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if the it's blind person rolls the highest oh. perception, that's going to be tight. <laughs> it's going to be tight. While well, you're smelling all this uh, burning <laughs> right. cinders. Oh, yeah. Well, perception, there we go. Click it. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's how here's how this works. For Pommel and uh, Marrow, this just like is drizzling and you see a fucking building on fire. You're standing in a crowd, that's pretty much it. What the fuck? <laughs> I should get a height bonus because I'm standing on the other guy's shoulder. <laughs> uh, okay, so you can you can see how big the crowd is in front of this building that's burning down. All right, looks like about a hundred people. Nice. Now, Barbara, you rolled a little bit higher, so <laughs> you know that because in your travels since you left the uh, the zoo, you know that this town isn't that big, and that because the population's probably only like. 3,500. Everybody kind of knows each other here, so it's likely that if you can connect these pieces, you can figure out who burned down this tavern and why. 
but otherwise, yeah, it's just a fucking burning building, and you're standing in the rain watching this shit burn down. Like, damn, that sucks. So, Keth rolled a 23, <laughs> which is hot. He's gonna uh, have some fucking Witcher senses shit. He's gonna be able <laughs> to see all. <laughs> yeah, what? What I'll say is that as you made your way into town, because you're blind, you obviously listen to things going on around you more, and you overheard mm. a lot of extra information. Most of the population in this town is human, and um, the rest is split between elves, dwarves, kinder, and the like. Kinder the town has just the eggs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, the rest of the population is is chocolate eggs with toys. <laughs> Just yeah, think magic peoples. You know that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of crafts in the town, so this is kind of like a not a manufacturing hub, but there's a lot of specialized labor in this town. So mm-hmm. this would be the kind of place you would go to find specialized weapons, magic stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of cobblers in this city, etc. It's it's a craftsman uh, hub, and you also know from making your way through town and to this tavern in particular, which wasn't where you were going, you were headed somewhere else this night, but you stopped because of the crowd and the fire. Um, you know that on the way in, you heard of the Iron Dong. It's very famous in this town because it's been around for a long time, and it's run by a very particular character. He is a, a, a dwarven man, and he goes by the name... Jiri Jimbarcia. He was described to you as a uh, middle-aged dwarven man with dark hair, a big bushy beard, round glasses, and he often carries this very peculiar fiddle made out of tortoise shell. And it has a very particular engraved logo on it that looks like the face of a wolf. You also know him because he smokes a very particular kind of tobacco, which you can pick out because yeah, you're smell that? very high. Yes. It's fucking sativa. Smoke weed every day. Very, yeah, it's got a very uh, sweet and sickly sweet smell. You know that he's probably around here, but because you can't see, you would have to find him some other way. So you guys are all gathered out in front of this tavern, and... I was not counting on the blind guy <laughs> rolling the highest perception. So for right now, none of you see Jerry. Uh, can I can I use my perception check? Like, can I use that to try and smell his tobacco? Like, yeah. Get, like try and you, you smell it. It's in the area. Like he's like in. Do the I have like a, direct, like a direction from from where I am where I can smell that? Yeah, so let's say um, in this crowd of like, you know, 100 people kind of gathered outside this thing, he will be standing close to the building. He's close to where the sign for the Iron Dong fell and is kind of burning. And he's, he's, um, there's like a, a stump and then there was a, a signpost that the Iron Dong sign was hanging on to and it's kind of burned down. I'll describe it even though, you know, you, you're not seeing it, but you're, you can smell that's exactly where this uh, very particular tobacco smell is coming from. And we'll say, for sake of the story, the rest of you are all kind of standing near each other, and so you see this very peculiar-looking elf man start to walk towards the building, and you see him approach a middle-aged dwarven man sitting on the stump. The small dwarven man is smoking a very long, hand-rolled cigarette as he watches the fire engulf his business. The rest of you see this dwarven man slowly pull... A small orb he has in his pocket out. He looks at it, shakes his head, and then he puts the orb back in his pocket. Oh, 
uh, I forgot to tell you, Keth, there's, uh, you heard other things about this guy. He's famous, and this tavern is famous because the people in, in town call him the Dancing Bear. Mm. Uh, he's an avid stone collector and believes heavily in the power of metaphysical properties of different types of uh, rocks. He's also known around the town for being an excellent musician, which is why he carries his crazy fiddle with him everywhere he goes. And the rumor that you heard making your way through town today is that he made a very good living before buying the tavern and settling down in the city. You know from what you ever heard that he is well-traveled and that he's seen much of the known world and that because of his past and his dealings with magical items as well as kind of being a bard and traveling a lot that he has a lot of really strange ties with interesting and shady as well as bona fide business people in the community so he kind of knows everybody and, and floats in between um legitimate and illegitimate businesses in this town um as you get closer keth not only does the smell become stronger but you start to hear this faint noodling of the fiddle that he carries with him as he sits on the stone and starts to play a sad tune while watching his tavern burn to the ground. Well, with my perception check, I don't know any of that shit, but I do know, I hate to see an inn burning because that's a, you know, that's a venue for me to go in and perform at. (laughs) And also, I see this guy smoking something and I immediately want to come up and get a, you know, bum a hit off of him. Did did our guys notice that orb? I'll say that none of you saw him fuck with the orb, really. That's... Because I'm using an orb. (laughs) Pommel loves orbs. If I see a magic item, I want to jump over there and check it out. You see this weird dude with a weird fiddle smoking a (laughs) big-ass cigarette on a stump next to this fire, and he looks like he's pretty upset about the building being burned down. And then you see this wild-looking elf uh, walk over to him. So if you guys all want to make your way over to Jerry, you can. I want to rush up and talk to him first. You're on my shoulders. Yeah. You're jumping off Barbara's shoulders and you're approaching Jerry. Yeah. All right. What uh, what do you say to this man? Hey, you're a little close to the fire there, buddy. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of chilly out with this drizzle, so I just want to keep warm. And I don't want to leave my place while it's burning down. I might be able to salvage some stuff once the fire's dead. Your place? Yeah, this was my tavern for a long time, but no more, I guess. Don't don't seem too upset about that. Well, easy come, easy go, man. Just keep on trucking. <laughs> oh my god. Pommel thinks to herself, this guy's fucked up. <laughs> I'm gonna go in, see if I can loot some shit. I'm <laughs> gonna try to go into the burning building. <laughs> yeah. I'll come in <sighs> and protect you. Oh, yeah. God. I will, this I will is not. You. <laughs> Bar- Bar- Barbara will go with me anywhere. Yes. All right, at- I'm your wandering giant. Yeah. As you as you start to make your way towards the building, the town fire marshal, who is a dark elf named Rokal, screams, "Can anyone help? We need extra hands putting out this fire." Hey, what are you two doing? <laughs> that building's on fire. All right, all right, I got this. Do I need to roll uh, like a charisma check? I mean, what do you... Well, hold on. <laughs> no, because I got a perfect explanation. Okay, so you're going to tell this guy what you're going to do, and then you're going to go into the building. Well, no, I'm going to explain to him what I was doing walking over there. You, I'll tell you I'll tell you what. Just because this is insane, 
You can roll diplomacy, or I'll allow you to roll a linguistics if you have something that's like red pill ration this guy into letting you run into this. <laughs> no, that's not building. what I'm going to do. I'll do diplomacy. All right, this is going to be a normal roll of 10. So you need to beat a 10 to be able to talk this guy into letting you just go into the building. And by beating 10, you mean higher than Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think this guy is going to go in with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shit. Okay, so... Let's hear this reason. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, hold on. Okay, so let's hear the reason, and then I'll explain this role. Me and this guy got this. We've handled fires all over. We know exactly what to do. My zoo burned down. Yeah, his zoo burned <laughs> down. He's been through this exact thing before, and he's got a jar of water right there. And we're going to go down to the source and figure this out. So you guys just don't worry about it. Okay, so here's the deal. Normally, if you just roll a 20, like, that's good. But you don't have any buffs or enhancements or benefits based on your charisma to this diplomacy roll. You actually rolled a natural 20, which is, like, the best thing that you can roll. So that's, you right. rolled a straight 20. So... I guess the fire marshal Rokal looks at you and shrugs and says, "You seem like you got this figured out, man. No problem. Be careful." And then he goes back to trying to organize the crowd to help him put out the fire with like a bucket brigade or something. I don't know. Right. He just lets you go. All right, we're going in. Right. Okay, so um, uh, should I roll a perception check or what are these other guys gonna do? Marrow and Keth, you're both now standing next to Jerry, and he just keeps noodling, and when he sees Pommel and Barbara are going into this burning building, he says, wild scene, man. <laughs> and then he keeps noodling on his his fiddle. Uh, what are you two doing? Okay, so Raquel came on the scene and gave us an idea of what we need to do to put this fire out, which is... I think my main concern at this point, I, my guy is not interested in going into a burning building. Uh, so I think I'm going to go help uh, put out this fire. Okay. Yeah, Kev doesn't really give a shit. Um, so, I mean, he's curious about the fire itself rather than trying to put it out. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to, you know, say to Jerry, Greetings, friend. I, I hear you're the owner of this establishment. Uh, I wonder how did this fire start? I don't know, man. It definitely wasn't me. But Okay, well, can I make an insight check on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Roll that shit up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're getting from Jerry is mm-hmm. that he absolutely did not did not start this fire. He's okay. being totally up and up with you, and Dude in is fact, just yeah, it, yeah. As he says, "Definitely wasn't me, man." He like holds out his hand with the cigarette and just kind of looks at you like, "I mean, you're blind, so you can't see it, but you yeah. can tell the smell is getting stronger because he's holding it at you." Sorry, friend, I'm blind. I can't see what you're doing. <laughs> Too bad, but. Uh, at least you can still hear and then he lays down some more sweet riffs and um he says yeah anyway i don't know i guess somebody who didn't want my place here anymore decided it shouldn't be here anymore i only left for a couple of hours today to uh see my friend and pick up some uh some smokes and then when i came back the fire had already engulfed the whole building well, you know what they say, every silver lining's got a touch of gray. Hell yeah, brother. You seem like a cool dude. 
Yeah, people seem to like me, man. I don't know why. Marrow, you have decided that you want to help put out this fire? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you approach the fire marshal, Rokal. You guys have a short conversation where you say, what can I do? I want to help. And he says, do you have any special skills or magic that you can use? Well, I could uh, I could perform for the people working on it. I could cure some light wounds if I need to. I can move water to this fire with my muscles. That's not going to be super effective, but, you know, I, I'll do whatever I can. I hate to see a place burn down when I could be inside telling people about the inner demons I have inside my soul, man. Recall kind of looks at you bewildered and says, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody's hurt in the fire, so the the curing wounds would be great, uh, but right now, I guess maybe people would like a morale boost? Okay, so, uh, yeah, we've got a, we've got a bucket brigade, a line going where people are passing this water up to put out this fire, right? Yep, you can roll a perform check and then let's see okay. what kind of bit you're laying down. Yeah, so I'm going to get up uh, by where everybody can hear me and I'm going to start putting down uh, some of this thinky pain or whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not yeah. great. <laughs> You know what? That's I. It's it was going to be a a normal check anyway. So that's ten. That's fine. Okay. The reason. So just for your notes, the reason it's red is because you rolled a one, but you have a plus nine to oh, all those. Oh yeah, rolls, I got so. a huge oh, performance geez. boost. Yeah. So you still hit. You still hit the threshold. Um, it works, you get, but you don't get yeah. any like uh, negatives for getting a natural one. Not for something like a perform check. If you're doing, okay. if you're attacking, then yes, but perform check i'll just say that like you get up and you kind of like <coughs> excuse me and nobody pays attention to you at first but eventually you get everyone's attention and well he what? shouts to lock the gates yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. it's not his best night but it, i mean he's still fucking killing it right. yeah so what um what what do you tell these these uh poor plebeians that are hauling water to and fro to uh boost their spirits well, it, because I only get a 10, it doesn't connect great. So I'm uh, I'm regaling them with a, a funny anecdote about something that happened to me back in Cat- Catranch. But it, it, it doesn't really land because it's a little bougie. Like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm complaining about how hard it is to be a rich guy, uh, which these uh, villagers don't necessarily connect with. Uh, but I, I do it in such a funny way that they're able to uh, at least get something out of it and... You know, they start passing the buckets a little faster, I think. All right. Yeah, they. Uh, you get a couple chuckles. You get some no he- no hecklers in the crowd tonight. <laughs> you get a couple chuckles, and um, they seem to be, you know, making decent progress on keeping the fire contained, although the building itself looks like it probably won't be able to save, or be able to be saved, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that. that, we will <laughs> go... Inside the building with <laughs> Pommel and Barbara, who are um, now inside a burning structure. Is it was the door open? I mean, I it's Barbara fire. just. If Barbara. Yeah, Barbara knocked on the door and it just fell in because the hinges okay. were burned out. Right. So you're cool. you're inside. Because of the fact that I'm a half orc, does my skin like have a natural protection against <laughs> like fire? Uh, like no. a hardened skin, like stone skin or something? Okay. No. Yeah. No. Sorry. Can we look no. around? 
yeah, you guys, I mean... Do I roll, do a perception check? Yeah, you guys want to roll a perception check because it's smoky in here, it's hard to breathe, it's hard to see, so roll a perception check to see what you discern inside this burning building. I do. All right. Barbara gets smoke in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, Barbara. Barbara is coughing and rubbing his eyes. He's not, uh, not seeing a lot. Okay, so with a seventeen, you see the inside of a very normal-looking tavern. There are stairs going up to a second floor where there are probably rooms that people could have rented at some point. Those stairs have collapsed um, and are mostly burned. You see a bar, and behind the bar there are bottles of beer and mead and wine and some spirits uh, a bunch of glasses stacked up there's kind of an open kitchen area which is very chic and you can see that there's still some provisions that were you know left in the building before the fire got started there's a door behind the bar that would that you assume goes to where uh, Jerry's personal quarters were and and everything in front of that, that's all towards the back of the room. So this is probably 30 feet wide and 20 feet deep, 20 feet across. Other than that, it's just kind of tables and stools. And there's like a dartboard and a giant Jenga set and uh, just a bunch yeah, of... How bad is um, the fire? Like, are the tables on fire? Are the walls on fire? Um, it's pretty bad. I mean, it looks like the fire probably started either uh, in Jerry's quarters or on the second floor because you can't get to the second floor due to the stairs being collapsed from the fire. So and that, if, you're, if you're looking at the room, the stairs would have been on your right-hand side. They're collapsed. And then kind of straight ahead would have been the door to Jerry's quarters. So like everything on the right-hand side and then up on the second floor is fully engulfed in flames. And then there's kind of like little fires all over the room that you're in from stuff falling from the rafters and embers being blown off. And is the kitchen behind the bar? It's level with the bar in terms of both of them go seven to 10 feet out from the back wall. So they're like, they're 10 feet away from you into the building. Okay. Do I like knock into stuff because I got a two? I'm gonna I'm going to uh, climb up on your back and sort of direct you around like a like yeah I'll help you out. <laughs> yeah, so okay, um, no, you don't like bump into stuff. You just can't. You can't. Perception is more like what you see and understand in this particular circumstance. So you walked into a burning building and you just like took a deep breath of smoke air and it got in your eyes and so you're just kind of coughing and rubbing your eyes. You don't really know much about what's going on in the room. But I'm gonna be able to tap you on your shoulders to direct you where to go. And so now you're ratatouing around this burning building. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna direct Barbara towards, let's see, I'm gonna, I am gonna. wanna first go to the, to the kitchen. Okay, you do that. All right, so what's in here? Just regular kitchen shit. Looks like- Is uh, there food? Is there food? Yeah, yeah there's All definitely right. food. All right, I'm gonna take as much of the food as I can. I have like uh, a fisherman's jacket that has a bunch of pockets. <laughs> yeah, and oh. I, I I start I'm, I jump down onto the counter and start stuffing stuffing stuff into Barbara's pockets. <laughs> Show me meat. In the yeah, All right. And I take right. uh, like a knife or something. I don't know. Like well, you have a big axe, so I think you're okay. Oh, yeah, you have a yeah, big axe. Right, right. Yeah, I don't need a tiny. Well, he does have a knife in his hand now. <laughs> yeah. Anything tries to jump at me, I'm ready. Can we head towards uh, Jerry's quarters? Yeah, so you guys stuff 
the duster full of provisions and now Barbara is carrying a knife and you guys are making your way to the door that leads to what were Jerry's quarters. The fire's pretty bad in here. This is like difficult terrain. You're not going to be able to just kind of walk around like you normally would in here. It's going to take it's going to take a roll. I just need to figure out what the hell this is for navigating a burning Should building. Should we roll a perception check to see like the way out the room? No, I mean it's a it's a normal room. You can see that it's just like there's a bed and a desk and um and like and fire it. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a loot that we could loot. There's a desk and like a normal chest and a wardrobe and a bed. It's kind of just like what you imagine would be in a. How heavy is the chest? Room. The chest is on the other side of the room, so you'd have to walk through the fire. It's not totally burned. The chest, I'm, I mean, it's cumbersome. But I'm a big half orc. Yeah. I got muscles. Correct. Also, um, I, I figure since the walls are on fire, we could probably punch through the wall on the other side. But <laughs> my plan is we're going to get across this room, we're going to grab the chest, Barbara's going to kick the wall down, and we're going to run out on the other side. And then you're going to hand off this chest to the guy that owns it because no. <laughs> yeah, he's we, still we alive might. and outside the... No, this is in the bag. We might, we'll come back and say, hey, we helped your stuff. We won't tell him about the food we took, but we'll, we'll give him the stuff back. Or we could just, like, since we're out the back now, check to see if there's anything. Well, yeah, maybe we'll useful. see if there's anything we like. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so that's our plan. So how do we go about trying to do this? This is fun. So you're riding on Barbara's shoulders, correct? Yes, my squid is pinned. Okay, so that. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that Barbara is going to need to roll an acrobatics check to navigate this difficult terrain. So Barbara will be hopping around this room to try to avoid all of the fire to get to this chest. Should I do that now? Yeah, go ahead and roll and, the... And in my magic, I have magic missile and another. I don't have any water stuff that could help. Okay, so... That's pretty good. I'll say with a 17, you make it to the chest by with only like kind of singeing the hair off your arm and stuff like that. You don't you don't take any damage, but oh. now you're now you're in the deepest part of this building <laughs> that is that is fully on fire, and uh, you're at the chest. So do you do you want to just pick it up and run? Do you want to try to get into the chest to see if it's worth taking? No, I'm saying uh, I'm gonna tell Barbara. Pick up that chest and then ram it into the back wall, and then we're running out through there. Now, does this wall even lead outside? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> well, what else could be on the other side? We're in the deepest part of the building, right? We'll say that it leads to the outside, but it's unclear whether or not this is a load-bearing wall. <laughs> that's well, that's fine because we're on our way out, and this building is burning anyway. It's gonna collapse anyways. Well, let's see. Okay, so you don't want to check the, the chest. You pick it up, and now. Barbara's carrying a chest that's singed and very hot, and you have oh, a uh, a gnome lady riding on your shoulders. <laughs> well, that's and... not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, you don't weigh too much. Jesus Christ, what is this? Um... <laughs> this is a great campaign so far. I really hope there's something useful. I'm going to say that this is going to be like a melee attack with the chest. So I okay. need you, but it's going to be hard. This is not easy to do, so I'm not just going to give it to you. Okay. What do I have to roll? You know, the damage doesn't matter here, but your check needs to be like... Fuck, it's got to be really high. I'm, you just... I started eating some of the food out of Barbara's pocket. 
can take the only water that I grab. Roll, roll your attack, and we'll see how this oh, wall fares. <laughs> oh, there it is, yeah. <laughs> A four is not good enough to break through the wall with this chest. Does it at but least 14 do... damage? Does that help? No. no, there's damage doesn't count versus the wall. Because he wasn't actually using his uh, Battle, yeah, axe, I was using he was that. using the chest. Yeah, you're smashing the chest into the wall, trying to like ram through the structure that is on fire. And <laughs> can um, I do a magic missile? No, it's not that, really. That only hurts like living things. It doesn't. Yeah, it's break yeah. walls. It's not an explosive projectile. It's more of a manifestation. Is there of, anything else we could do to get to this wall? Well, there's also the the way you came in. You can always well, leave. The acrobatics check with a chest in my hand. That's well, we might have to abandon the chest, but I really don't want to. <laughs> well, what if we check it now? Just because we can't. We can't Actually, you know, you know what? Yeah, you <laughs> threw it at the wall. It bounced <laughs> off. Oh, now it's time to check it. Okay, well, yeah, well, so you you tried to smash through the wall with the chest to no avail. You rammed did, into did, it, and then it didn't, it didn't move. The building is still on fire, and now you're holding a chest. Did the chest break? <laughs> no. Okay, Let's throw it out of this room back into the main room. Go ahead to roll. No, I'll give you that. You can throw the chest. <laughs> but now you got to do what? another acrobatics chest oh, yeah. to see if you can get out of there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's later. Okay, so you've thrown now. You've now thrown the chest through the burning doorway back into the main room. Do I check the desk? No, I, I, I really think we might need to get out of here. <laughs> okay, that's the chest is the only <laughs> thing Pommel actually cares about. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what's going to be in the desk? Notes? <laughs> right. Uh, maybe like a key? Chests are where treasure are. Or maybe money? Like, you never know. No, nah, I don't care. What's the form of okay. money in this world? Gold. All right. Gold coins. So, yeah, probably in the chest. Straight cash, baby. Solid uh, gold bars. Just out of Looney Tune. Do I uh, do an acrobatics check to get out? So, Pommel's getting back on your shoulders, and you need to acrobatics out of this room. Actually, since I'm small, would it be better for me to try and do it on my own? Because I'm willing to abandon him. Wow. <laughs> nope, it's, it's too late. You were ratatouing around the building together, and, and Barbara has failed the acrobatic check. Do fire. So I should get uh, a chance to jump off. And... I, I don't think so. You're holding on. <laughs> you're holding. You're holding on to this orc. All right. So as you try to direct Barbara to jump over flames in the room to get back to the doorway Barbara with all of the smoke inhalation and carbon monoxide poisoning and smoke in her eyes gets a little woozy and trips over the corner of the bed frame or something and falls and I'll just say that Barbara's gonna take two hit points of damage so now I have 12 hit points you get back up quickly and you kind of push out you just kind of pat yourself to stop all the the singeing and stuff on your uh, your duster and your person and stuff, and then um, I'll say that now that you're already like feeling that pain and adrenaline, you just grab Pommel by the shirt collar and run through, the, run through the door. Wearing a cool robe. Are you just like a lawn gnome with a big pointy head? Yeah, I look exactly like so a lawn gnome. So can you like pierce through the wall? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that sharp. It's a, it's a no. It's not like it's a drill that. <laughs> So you pick Pommel up and you run back through the door. You're now back in the main room of this burning tavern, and the chest is laying in front of you like a few feet away, and the doorway is like 15 feet away. How's that water brigade going? 
I mean, they're containing the fire, but I don't think they're really trying to save the building so much as make sure that the rest of the town doesn't burn down. Um, can I go to the bathroom quick? Yeah. Well, while we're waiting for him, why don't we cut back outside? Sure. How's your How's your set going, Marrow? You just well still still killing it. The thing is, I can tell these people like they are enjoying what I'm putting down, but they're they're not into it as much as one of my my classic great sets that I do. Uh, so it, it's fun, but it's not as fun as it could be. Um, and I can tell that w there's no saving this end because we're just kind of uh, wetting the edges so it doesn't go anywhere. I tell the folks that uh, you're you've all been great. Thank you so much. You can probably find me in one of these local inns sometime soon that didn't burn down. Uh, but there's a guy over there with some kind of cigarette, and I I need a puff on that. Uh, so I head up back over to Jerry. I want to bum a drag off of his whatever he's smoking. Okay, so you um, approach Jerry, who is standing next to Keth, and you kind of look at him and kind of motion your eyebrows to the cigarette he's smoking, and he offers it to you. Hell yeah, so I take a big puff on this bad boy. Uh, hold it in for a while, then cough it out. <laughs> Good shit, man. Jerry says, uh, yeah, glad you like it, man. One of my old friends around town has a tobacco shop, and he makes these himself. It's really good. What's his name? His name's Pop-Tart McGuffin. Mmm, interesting name. <laughs> He's a really interesting dude. Excuse me, are you... Uh, and Keth looks at Marrow, and he says, Are, are you Marrow Marcon, the famous comedian? Oh, well, yeah. I'm, I, I, I can't t say I know who you are. Uh, well, what's going on with uh, your eye situation here? Wow. Uh, well, I don't I don't have them, as you can see. Right, uh, right. I, That's I, what I, I was kind of uh, intimating <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be a dick about it, bud. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I was going to talk about how I was a big fan of yours. I saw you perform at the um, the Laughing Wyvern uh, a couple months back, um, you know, at that town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great crowd. Yeah, good crowd. I was in there. I was passing through the town, and I saw it caught, caught your set. A big fan of your work. I was pleased to catch a free performance today. Oh, well. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm sorry for the thing about the eyes. I, I kind of, I'm a bit of a blunt, blunt kind of guy, I guess. But uh, <laughs> hey, me too, brother. <laughs> hey, do you want to hit on this thing here? Oh, well, me and Jerry have been uh, passing back this thing uh, back and forth for a while now. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, you know who I am. Who are you, by the way? Um, my name is Cat. I don't have a last name. Oh. Well, maybe we can fix that. <laughs> you want to give me a last name? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not right now, but, uh, you know... These I... humans have odd traditions, I must say. <laughs> you know, I'm not from these parts. I don't know if you were able to tell. I don't know what I look like, so... <laughs> I've been told I'm pretty handsome. Well, if you saw my perception check earlier, you would know I don't know what you look like either. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Right. You're All right. crazy. Are you really high? <laughs> Dude... <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've been trying not to smoke too much lately. It seemed like uh, it was making me a little listless. I kept staying in the same towns too long. But when you see a, a burning building like this, it really uh, brings you back to the real world. You know, how, how hard would, everything is. I would appreciate is. you not use the, the word see when you see things like this. It's, it's, yeah. um, I, I can't see anything. So Outside of the, uh, from the tavern door, a chest flies open and hits the wall. Uh, Barbara and uh, Pommel run out. You got your shit. 
Uh, all right, you do that. Uh, Jerry doesn't even quit playing his fiddle. He looks up and uh, he motions for Keth to, to pass the cigarette back to him, takes a big drag, and he says, Cool, man. Thanks. Should we uh, just open it right in front of him or <laughs> offer yeah. it to him? Barbara, hold on a second. We might be able to get a reward. <laughs> exactly. That's not it. No. I meant from him and not from stealing his stuff. <laughs> no. You know what? You just stay over here by the chest. I'll handle this. I will protect it. Alright, I climb down. I go over and talk to Jerry. So, uh, rescued some of your stuff. Do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of nods and he says, Yeah, it's pretty heroic. I appreciate it, man. But you know, the only thing I really have of value is my fiddle. Oh, so none of that stuff is worth anything in that chest? That's my, uh, metaphysical stone collection? Uh, oh, hell yeah, I'd love to get a look at that. <laughs> it's well, you're not heavy. gonna get a look at anything, then. Excuse me, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I wasn't speaking to you. <laughs> Sorry. Jerry, Jerry says, yeah, uh, well, you know, me and Keth and Marrow have been having a great time just hanging out by the fire. Uh, if you want to crack that chest open, it's not even locked. You could have just got <laughs> the stones. And- <laughs> That's what I... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, maybe we can diffuse some of the vibes around this fire, man. Should we just like throw stones at the fire? <laughs> Why the hell? Well, is that what Barbara's gonna do? <laughs> Stupid fire! I'm sick of your shit! You hurt me! Now you know that the uh, chest was unlocked and it's basically full of his stone collection. Can I like grab two for waiters so I can make like, like a morning star or something? <laughs> Do any of them look particularly hard or They're not sharp? like yeah, they're not it's they're not, they're like small polished <laughs> oh like pebbles nice <laughs> nice pieces of like garnet and lapis lazuli and stuff like that. They're not even oh, like gems like, so... or, or anything. Can I run over to uh, Barbara and we can sort of have a huddle? Sure. Alright, listen. We can take these stones. He doesn't give a shit about them. We can sell them to some dumb noble people, tell them they're magic, and make a shitload of money. Just carry this chest. We go on our way. Everything works out. Should we just like grab a few that are look specifically magical so we don't have to carry an entire chest of you can handle carrying a chest of stuff yeah how many how many stones are in this uh... wait can I check specifically like if there are any stones that are actually valuable oh yeah actually you know what? yeah I have a praise I think I yeah, can do you that you guys would need to appraise and I'll say that there's probably there's 20 to 30 stones in this chest it would, it's more valuable? than you could carry around without having the chest have a lot of pockets. Especially since his pockets are full of food right now. Yeah. Well, that's gonna that's gonna lower over time. I eat a lot of food. <laughs> Most of oh. them are, like, the size of an orange or a grapefruit. Alright, not bad. That's, that's a pretty big rock. Yeah. Um, can I check again if they're uh, anything of value? You can... Wait, what I mean, that's an appraise check, so you guys can see if there's anything valuable in this uh, stone collection. Yeah, uh, Barbara can do his appraise check first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. So not, not a natural twenty, but still pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. Unbelievable. You got a plus one to your intelligence, <laughs> and you rolled nineteen. So, uh, 
Barbara looks through the chest at just a cursory glance and says, oh, I know what this is, and starts pulling out pieces of garnet and celestitite and lapis lazuli and uh, a sunstone. And she or he knows that all of those are worth um, maybe 10 gold coins apiece, depending on who you sell them to. So they're not extremely valuable, but they're not worth nothing. Is there like anything like... A secret compartment on the chest, maybe? Although he said he didn't really care about the chest, so probably not. Well, that'd be a perception check, right? That would be a perception check, but I'll tell you that it's just a burned-up chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there was no really real reason to, to go sure. into the building in the first place, so... We really want to make sure we got everything. Can right I uh, glance over at uh, Jerry, see what he's doing? He is noodling away, man. Just fucking... Just grooving. All right, I whispered to Barbara to put those in his pocket. i do that. All right, right. and we walk back over, see what's going on with these guys. As the fire marshal and all the townspeople continue to contain the fire and the rest of the people just look on, you guys stand next to Jerry and uh, just chat about how things are going. And he he seems kind of nonplussed. Like, he looks like he probably cried a little bit earlier when you first saw that the place was burning down. But he isn't, you know, he isn't inconsolable. It's not like he's he's not totally dissociated from the situation. He's just like, well, this is what it is. And he's playing his fiddle and hanging out, having a smoke with a couple of new friends. So once you're all standing back around him, he kind of looks at the, the group of you and say, um, you guys like know each other or something? Certainly not. Well, I, I know Marrow. I've seen him perform when we just smoked a little bit, but uh, I, that's all I know. Me and Pommel have been, like, traveling together. Yeah, we're, like, best bros. <laughs> he says, uh... I, saved, I uh, saved Barbara's life, and he sort of owes me a blood debt. I'm sorry, uh, what's your name, little one? <laughs> I, uh, that's... Little girl. That news little to you? Girl, what's <laughs> your name? Yeah, that's news. I, I, I understand you can't see, but if you would see me, you would realize I'm... The proportions of a normal girl. I'm just very tiny. Well, you're, you're you're little. You're smaller than I am, so you are a little girl. All right, I don't like this guy at all. Uh, my name's Pommel. <laughs> Pommel. All right. How, how old are you, Pommel? Rude to ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you a little girl, as in young no. girl? Or? No, I'm like you know, I'm like a you know, prime of my life. These are weird questions to be asking your best friend. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry says, uh, seems like maybe you guys don't know each other, but that's fine. Uh, it's totally cool, man. Barbara's just, just good... really dumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't pay attention. I mostly play in this group. Good to have traveling companions. Uh, say, uh, are any of you maybe interested in doing me a solid? I have some compensation in mind if you can help me out with, uh, an issue I'm, yes. I'm doing. You have compensation? Seems like, uh... Everything you earn just burned down. Yeah, not everything, man. I got money in the bank and people who owe me favors. No, you're not going to give us your fiddle, though, I guess. <laughs> nah, man, but I'll play it for you anytime you want. And he's he's playing the whole time you're talking, just so you know. He's he's noodling. What? He's playing off his nose. Is he playing anything we know? He's playing a really up-tempo version of uh, They Loved Each Other. It would be cool if he was doing like an acoustic cover of a rap song. Like that's really cool. And <laughs> do that. Yeah, he thinks that's uh, he thinks that's 
uh, whack as hell. I think yeah. it's fucking awesome. Because it's like, like you can take these shitty rap songs, but then make them good by playing them on an acoustic guitar. <laughs> yeah. No, he's just exploring the all the dimensions of expression through his fiddle, you know what I mean? But uh, he says, so anyway... I don't really know what's going on uh, with this whole deal. And he kind of nods towards the fire and his tavern burning. And he says, if you guys can help me find out who, like, burnt down my tavern, I could give you something that's worth way more than any of the rocks that you guys got out of that chest. Well, uh, yeah, I I generally just do performing. Like, I, I just talk to people and stuff. I'm not generally a guy that goes out. And uh, does odd jobs for people. We'll do that, and but we'll get nothing. well, it's like a detective. Chill out for job. a second. Let me say the thing I want to say <laughs> for a second. Uh, but my act has gotten a little stale. Uh, it's mostly Katrancha uh, specifics. I, I kind of want to maybe experience a few things in this realm so I can build up a new uh, set for the people that'll connect a little better. Because as I, I don't know if anybody heard my set a little earlier, it, w- it wasn't going as well as I wanted to. Uh, so I, I, I want to work on that. So I, if these guys want to do this, if they want me to come along, I can come along. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fun guy to have around, and uh, I can tell a few jokes to make you smile. Yes, I suppose you're lucky it's autumn, since uh, you know, that is my kind season. I suppose I can lend a helping hand out to a stranger. Fantastic, man. I like autumn, too. I always took off tour on autumn so I could hang out at the tavern. Tour. Yeah, I used to tour around, play music for people, perform, man. Specifically, your fiddle. I, I, I believe is I've actually heard of Jerry. Uh, his band was the Ungrateful Undead. <laughs> we we toured all over the place, man. Do you ever catch a, one of our shows, Marrow? When, when you travel around, you, you you meet other traveling acts as well. And I have checked in a, a time or two to hear you guys uh, noodle around. Uh, yeah, you really jam. Thanks, brother. Anyway, yeah, if you guys can uh, find out what's going on here, I'll give this to you. And then he pulls out of his pocket a small, very shiny green orb uh, about the size of a golf ball, (laughs) which doesn't exist in this world. Can I do an appraise check? You can. Uh, Here. How are we gonna split this orb for the face? <laughs> uh, we'll just feed it to my squid. Alright, I did. A, I got an eighteen. It looks magical and valuable. That's all you know. Okay. He says, um, "Very special. There's only one of these anywhere in the world, and uh, if you guys help me out, it'll be yours." What does it do before we even like, accept this job? Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> it does a lot of different things, man. Depends on what you need it to do. That's why it's so special. Have you used it before? Oh, yeah. Dug me out of a couple of really bad trips, man. Literally? So, Literally. Mm. Oh, it's a shovel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess One of those it, it's, collapsing shovels I've heard so much about. I guess it doesn't have the power to put out a fire. No, <laughs> doesn't do that. Yeah, there's a couple people who might know what's who's responsible for this and what's going on behind all this stuff, but uh, you probably want to talk to them first and then come back to me uh, sometime tomorrow. I'll check in back at the tavern. 
around nightfall. So if you guys can find out some information, then uh, let me know and I can get you guys geared up. So the people you probably want to go talk to are some of my connections in town. You might want to check in with Ronan or Pop-Tart. They're both around. Ronan the Destroyer? No. She's a... uh, She owns the White Oaks Brothel over on the east side of town. She's cool. Why would she want to... Why would she want to burn down your... Or know who burned down your tavern? Well, you know those prostitutes. They just know everything. I I don't think she burned down my brothel, man. I think that she might know something about what happened. You mean the tavern? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we get it. We get it. You go, I'm asking you to go talk to these people and figure out what the hell happened here, man. So that's the job. We want to figure out what happened to your inn. Right. I thought that that was pretty clear. Yeah, okay. I totally <laughs> picked up on that as soon as you said it. Uh, so it burned down is what happened. Okay, right. Right. Barbara, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I whispered to Barbara to tell him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I say out loud, Barbara, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> So while listening to this, I'm sure you noticed some really awesome music, original music on this episode. Uh, we had a, f- a couple of tracks on there that I borrowed lovingly from uh, The Grateful Dead, the sh- Curly Shuffle, <laughs> and the WTF theme song. But besides that, all the m- music you heard on here was original and made by my friend Andrew Clotworthy. Uh, go to SoundCloud.com slash Clotworthy and check out his beautiful music. Uh, or you can follow him on Twitter at Clotwo. And I just want to say thank you so much, Andrew, for making this great music that really made this podcast you know 10 times what it would have been without it i really really loved it and i appreciate you you're my best friend forever thank you folks for listening to this i hope you enjoyed it and uh if you're listening to this and you're going "Ooh, i'm a big dungeons and dragons head i love to do all the dungeons and all the dragons i like the dice i love to hear the rolls and i want to hear how they chose whether or not to do a perception check or a acrobatics check or whatever you can go to donate to pod.win and kick in five dollars a month or more to get the patreon feed and i'm going to be putting the raw footage up there so you're going to get unedited everything that was in this episode that i cut out due to you know i i, I wanted to make it more of a storyline type of thing uh, but if you are a big dungeons and dragons head and you want to hear everything uh you can do that that's up there and it's all for you uh let's see anything else just let me know what you think uh you can send me an email podcast wonderful at gmail.com or follow me on twitter at the greggiest oh and also i recorded <laughs> new lyrics for the the theme but the original podcast theme was made by andy niece and you can follow him on twitter at niesage thank you for listening and here's a little bit of something next time on Rule players are wonderful Okay, you guys are in a new place, so it's time for perception checks. Alright, I'm gonna roll. Alright, what do I see? I mean, it looks like a normal room. There's not much going on in here. Is there a table? I mean, 
Yeah, there's a there's a table. Can I roll a perception check to see what's on the table? <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can roll a perception check to see what's on the table. All right. Sixteen, not bad. What do I see? <laughs> it's uh, there's a there's a bowl of fruit and what looks a like perception check to see what kind of fruits on there. Uh, yeah, you can roll a perception check to see what kind of fruits. Fourteen. There, there's like, there's two apples, there's an orange, and like a pineapple or something. It sounds like we're not sure what that pineapple is. Perception <laughs> check. What, what else is on the table? There's, there was, there's a notebook and a candle. Can I do a perception check to see what's in the notebook? <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, Just yeah, I mean yeah. Fifteen. Yeah, it's a, it's a notebook. It's got like, uh, like grocery lists and like inventories for, for can stuff. Can I do like, can I do a check to see if like there's some kind of cipher? Like it's not really a grocery list. Like it could be, <laughs> it could have secrets in it. Yeah. I roll, roll it up. 20. It's just English. It's written <laughs> in normal. It's common. You can yeah, read but it. I mean, I mean, like, you know how they'll do the thing where like the first word of every sentence spells out something else. Doesn't yeah, it's, it spells out. This is there's no secret code. Really that sounds that's suspicious. A, yeah, that's suspicious. Can I do an insight check to see uh, it, if there's a, if there's like a, a secret button? <sighs> yes. Twenty again. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's no secret button. Mm-hmm. No buttons. There's no buttons. It's just a desk. <laughs> yeah, is there is there other stuff in the room? <laughs> I'm tempted to say no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But unfortunately, yeah, there is other stuff in the room. It's just a normal room. There's like a bed and uh, a dresser and shit. We all gonna need the bed? We're gonna have to roll to check out that dresser. Oh my god! <laughs> all right. <laughs>